0: Welcome to the Puzzle is Real podcast, where we will be discussing faith, family, and relationships. Hosted by Matt and Melissa Pisani. This is the Puzzle is Real podcast. When you know, you know.
1: All right, we're back for another fun episode of the Puzzle is Real podcast. Thank you for everyone that's been tuning in.
0: Yes, thank
1: you guys.
0: This is amazing. We've had a... Awesome feedback, and we are we love doing it.
1: Yes, <laughs> we love it.
0: So. You're
1: going to tell them the big news or what? Come on, let's do it. Okay. Tell them the,
0: the big, big news. news. Tell the big, big news. Dun, 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 dun. Matt and I wrote a children's book. Yay. Nala the Bulldog. Nala. It is oof, out. Oof. It is live. It is on platforms. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, I believe it's on Walmart. Burr, 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 burr. Um, years in the making. It was inspired by, uh, by our French-English bulldog. When we got her, we got her thinking she was a English. She was not. Because <laughs> her ears started standing up a yeah. few weeks after we got her. You know, her build was shifting and changing. So we're like, man, she is definitely some sort of a mixture. She's a hybrid. She's a French-English and she's perfect she's beautiful we love her so that's what inspired the book is that, is that you know even though she doesn't quite fit in with the frenchies or the english she is perfect the way the way that she is and um she's unique she's and staying it's what sets her, her lane. apart
1: yeah she's beautiful so you know one of the things with this book that is so cool is that it was like two years in the making of us working on it trying to get it Properly edited and and just put together, and then the illustrator was great, and just everybody just came together, and now we have this masterpiece that we want everyone to share. So we hope that you will check it out and share it with a friend this Christmas season, a family member, a niece, nephew, children, grandchildren, and give us some feedback, please. We want to know, want to know what you guys think.
0: Yeah, and if you think we should have a Knowledgeable the Bulldog series,
1: <laughs> come on.
0: What's the next part of her story? So we'll see how this one goes. But no, we just really felt like we wanted to put something um, just positive and uplifting out there and to create just another outlet.
1: Yeah. And it just also, I think, goes into tonight's episode a little bit deeper because we have a lot of content, media content, music content that is being exposed, shown, displayed through our phones, through our computers, and also through our television screen. And we're constantly consuming this stuff. And, you know, tonight's episode is garbage in, garbage out. In other words, the things that we consume that just don't need to be there anymore. Spiritually, physically, mentally. It's a faith episode again. We're we're staying in the faith lane here.
0: Yeah, I mean, so your diet is not only what you eat, right? It's what you watch. It's what you listen to. It's what you read. The people you hang around. So we have to be mindful of these things that we're putting into our body emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Yeah. Because when you're watching something, something happens in like your subconscious. When you're listening to something, something something happens in that subconscious. You may be, you know, reciting a song later on the day that you heard and then realizing, why was I even listening to that? Because the lyrics were so bad, you know?
1: Yeah, and you think about the music we grew up listening to, um, how should I say this, that had a really bad message And then years later, you realize, wow, why was I singing those song lyrics? Because it was a catchy beat. It had a cool rhythm. And all of a sudden, you're like, whoa, that's like a really nasty song. And it doesn't mean that all music is bad. And kind of going off of last episode, too, like we're not hammering people for what you listen to. That's your conviction. But I do believe, as a former explicit content hip-hop artist who literally wrote his own garbage and then performed it for people in a public concert setting, and then sold CDs to people to go consume and sing into their own spirit, I know that there is a spiritual component to all of this that we have to acknowledge. And Melissa and I always talk about this even when it comes to worshiping God. In other words, if you go to a local church, for those of you that are Christians or you know, in some type of faith-based following of Jesus, in other words, you're following Jesus, you're going to church, and you don't raise your hands when they worship. You're like, well, I don't go to that type of church. Well, that's not a good enough excuse. In other words, you can go to a concert of a mainstream artist and raise your hands. I know I used to do it, and I told Melissa, and we both, you know, yeah, we're at the concert, awesome. Oh, yeah, as
0: soon as I walked into the venue, my hands just went up. Like, as soon as the first beat hit, I'm like, yeah, here we go. My hands would just fly up to the ceiling without even a thought. That was just what I did.
1: But how come we can't? lift up our hands to worship almighty God. And I do believe there's fear tied to that. Yeah. What will people think around me? Right. They're going to look at me weird. Am I one of those weird charismatics? Oh, I'm afraid. I'm prideful. I think men, and I'm not trying to come after you guys, but we wrestle with it more than women. Mm-hmm. Women tend to, I think, engage quicker with what the Holy Spirit has for them when it comes to worshiping. I think men keep their hands in their pockets a little bit longer in that season of growing with God. And again, this isn't to judge or ridicule him, but it's just encouraging people like, hey, I didn't raise my hands for all the years I grew up in the church Mm -hmm. of what I can remember. And if so, maybe I tried to sneak a hand up once in a while because I wanted to do it. But I was like, ah, it took me till my late 20s to have breakthrough. And the Holy Spirit finally just rocked me. And as soon as I put those hands up, it was complete surrender to God. Yeah. Publicly acknowledging. He comes first.
0: Yeah, and I think it's just also just your, your posture. You know, when you're sitting across from someone and someone has their arms crossed and their legs crossed, like they obviously are not open to what, maybe you have to say, or the person that they're engaging with, you know, they're tense. I mean, there's people that study that for a living with, um, you know, psychology and different things just to understand the human interaction. So it's like when we have our hands up and totally free, that means we're open to whatever God has for us and that we truly are ready to receive. And, you know, going back to what Matt was saying, you know, going into concerts and I've been to thousands of concerts where my hands would just go up the second, you know, the music hit and when I first started coming back to church, I I just didn't feel comfortable putting my hands up and it's not that, um, I didn't believe what was, you know, being said or that I didn't want to be a part of that moment. It was just, it was fear and it was just, it was me being uncomfortable and then it wasn't until I truly said, okay, what am I really here for? Am I really here to have an encounter with God or am I here for, you know, thinking about what people are going to think about me? and When that happened and when that freedom came upon me, you know, my hands just naturally went up, but it was a process. It didn't happen overnight. It was as I got deeper in my faith and deeper in my walk, that's when I felt like, wow, my hands just naturally went up. It wasn't even it wasn't a thought. And now, you know, in our home we have worship music on ninety percent of the day. And, you know, Mercy, (laughs) she's already throwing her hands up worshiping because she has that childlike faith. And it's just it's pretty amazing just to see that in children.
1: Yeah. And I think the biggest thing to understand is, you know, when you have something blocking that breakthrough, it makes it a lot more difficult to surrender. And it makes you, I think, also feel maybe fearful, feel condemnation or shame because what creeps in, it could be pornography. You could be sneaking a peek, right? You might be looking at stuff that you shouldn't be looking at. You might be watching shows that compromise your integrity that aren't, godly sanctified shows and i'm not saying you have to only watch stuff on like pure flicks or you can only watch things that are g-rated i get it there are certain movies that are violent because they're based on like a military story or like hey braveheart right you know there's certain movies it's like wow that was historic and and awesome but there was a lot of gore but i do believe that we all have convictions we have to ask god to show us like what do you need me to remove to draw closer to you? And what do I need to reprioritize and realign with you and put God first so that I can truly worship you? Because it is an act of worship when we start removing those things that have easily entangled us or, or brought us into maybe a distraction mode and putting God first in that area. The fruit is endless and, and it's much easier to be free in your walk with God when those things aren't holding you down. It could be like the news shows. I know Melissa and I man the the news shows yeah, and the I mean, reality every, shows and the shows that we had yeah. won in the last several months were enjoying all the time all of a sudden there's been this wake-up call for us to redirect our attention,
0: yeah and I think you know like I was saying before, as you grow deeper, I think the Lord will just take away certain things that are not going to draw you closer to him that could be a distraction that could get your mind fixed on things that are insignificant you know we need to fix our eyes on him and I think during COVID and during this whole thing and things that are still going on where we're still under, you know, lockdowns in certain states and different things going on that the Lord is still trying to wake us up. Right. And he's still trying to say, listen, time is coming. Like, I'm not saying the end is coming. We don't know when the end is coming, but I am saying we, am, we are getting closer and closer. And I think that we have to be vi- village vigilant. Can't speak. Vigilant.
1: <laughs> you got it, girl. You got it. With
0: our faith and just also just keep praying to the Lord, just ask him to take away the things that are not going to draw you closer to him. And I think that's what we've been doing. And then the Lord's also just taking things away. And we're like, oh, all right, we're not doing that anymore. And it's not out of legalism. It's just out of a worship and honor to the almighty God.
1: Yeah. And I think for some of the listeners, you might be letting some of that garbage come back in to your house, right? You might be saying, oh, but this new season of XYZ is on. I'm just going to watch it. It just, I need to check out once in a while. And and I would encourage you to leave that garbage outside. Don't bring garbage back in the house. When I throw out the trash, I'm part of the garbage detail here at the residence. Mm -hmm. And I always tell Melissa, I'm like, all right, garbage detail. And I get the diaper bag of all the stinky diapers. (laughs) Yay. And then I get the other stuff from the kitchen. And I would never think about going outside in the middle of the night and bringing that bag of diapers back in the house. Right. Be it's disgusting, right? Stench. Or the bag from the kitchen that had Thanksgiving leftovers in it that's now infested with some type of insect family. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> to come back in the house. But don't we do that with our fleshly desires for content? It's like, yeah, but just for this next half hour, I just gotta watch this.
0: Like, if you're thirsty, would you drink poison just because you're thirsty? the same thing right? right so it's like garbage coming back in oh but i'm thirsty so i'm just going to drink the poison that's sitting right here but you know it's not good for you yeah so
1: you know god is so good and the verse he gave us tonight is second timothy 1 7 for some of you may know this one for god has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity but of power love and self-discipline and and that's really important for us as we're growing in our relationship with god He's going to provide the self discipline by the power of the Holy Spirit. You're able to tap into that. And the Holy Spirit's going to give you help. That's what He's there for. He's our helper. It's the Spirit of God within us. And it gives us the opportunity to reject the temptation of watching the reality show that's not really reality, folks.
0: It's It's not not real. (laughs) I've been on reality (laughs) shows. It is not reality.
1: (laughs) It's staged. Or the political shows that no matter what side we land on with our political views. And I understand like we all have a kingdom view, the kingdom of God, and some people still land on different political views and worldly views. Even that is not going to help you with what's to come and the decisions you need to make as a man or a woman of God. So how do we take that toxic stuff and remove it? And Melissa and I were talking before, and I said, you put a TF on it, toxic free. It's like gluten-free, right? You see the GF, gluten-free? Toxic-free. Toxic-free. I
0: like it. And I think don't get overwhelmed by what we're talking about. It's like, oh, well, what do you mean? Do I have to stop watching this or stop listening to that? It's like you just have to ask God, like, Lord, take away anything that is going to distract me from you. And whatever that is. You know, when I was a new believer, I was still, you know, drinking alcohol. And we kind of touched on this last time. And I'm not saying you don't need to drink alcohol. This is just my own personal conviction. I you know, when I first met Matt, I'm like, what? You don't drink? Like, I can't imagine not casually having a cocktail. But the Lord supernaturally, not my own strength and his strength, took that desire away from me where I don't even want it anymore. And I think I've tried to have like a glass of wine or something and it didn't make me feel right. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, why would I do that to myself? So I never touched it again. And then also with music, I'm like, what? I will... I'll always listen to this band. I'll always listen to this music. And the Lord just took certain desires away from me where I would listen to certain things. And it was just, the lyrics would be even more, I guess, highlighted than normal. And I'm like, why am I listening to this? It's just, it was a wake up call in so many different areas in my life. And I, this is, it's a personal journey. We're not saying, you know, um, you have to, ser- whatever we are saying, God is going to do the work. You just have to say yes.
1: Yes. And, you know, what God replaces, he also erases. And what that means is he'll replace the toxic stuff, right? And then he'll erase the desire because you're talking to someone, listening to someone that had all that stuff as a lost individual, the drugs, the alcohol, all of that, and That's what led to Clean Slate Living, our nonprofit that we lead. You know, it's all about cleaning your slate and rewriting your tomorrow. God is Clean Slate Living. God is the ultimate clean slate. Right. Jesus is the ultimate clean slate. So we can give this to him through prayer and that's just bringing it to God. God, take this, replace this from my life and erase the desire, the temptation for me to go back into that lifestyle or that habit.
0: Yeah, and just take out anything that's going to hinder me from achieving what you've created me for. You know, I think that's the bigger message. So we just want to leave that with you guys. We don't like to do long winded episodes, we like to just give you little nuggets of information. But, you know, we pray about the topics that we want to talk about. And this was definitely something that was on our hearts and on God's heart for us to share. And what Matt and I were talking before um, off the scene just saying how we love doing this. This is not like a selfish motive. This truly is just wanting to impart wisdom and the knowledge that we do have just to bring hope and love and unity and um, correction at times and also direction. And hopefully you guys are feeling the spirit and you feel God confirming things to you through our message. And um, we just thank you guys so much for listening because this has really been just a labor of love on our end and we really love doing it. So Thank you, guys.
1: Yes. And please share an episode with a friend, whether it's on Spotify or iTunes or iHeartRadio. We're just appreciative of all the support and the reposts. And of course, check out that Nala book.
0: Check it out. And I just want to say, hi, mom. I know you're listening. (laughs) See you guys soon. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Puzzle Is Real podcast. Please subscribe today and share with a friend. See you soon.